Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You want to start off with the intro? Sure. What's up, fuckers? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. <laughs> what? Jesus Christ, bro. It's calm down with the fucking... You said start it. I understand that. So but what's like... the problem? Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Can I finish? Yes. Finish, Are you sure? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Sam's probably like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what hey, I kind of like the energy. <laughs> What's up, fuckers? Welcome back to the Lightweights Podcast where we suck dicks and grab no, titties. No, no, Joe, please stop saying that. Jesus Christ. I'm That's sorry. our new tagline. No, it's not. It's, it's not. literally it. It's literally not. We've it's the new motto. Said it yeah. We said it one time and I've... And it stuck. We got such a good response. I'm doing all the intros from now on. Okay, fine. <laughs> go. You do it. Um, what's up, guys? We have Sam, also known as Pluko. What's up? <laughs> Today, um, he is a musician, a DJ. Would you call yourself a producer? Yeah. No, absolutely. Is yeah. that like the main thing that you go by? First and foremost, producer, for First sure. First and foremost, producer. Yeah, okay. That's definitely like the the true love. And sure. I, I never understood what's the difference between um, a producer and just I guess a regular DJ, right? Or not a regular DJ, but like um, somebody that is a musician. The main difference is like, you know, you're, you're, I, today's definition is like creating all of the music in the computer mm-hmm. uh, versus like 30 years ago, it was like the producer kind of directs everybody and is like, oh, this person would sound really good on this beat. And, you know, and now it's kind of formed into like the person making, uh, you know, all of the music. But as far as like, most DJs typically produce all their own shit, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm allowed to swear on this podcast. Of course, okay. bro. <laughs> well, I guess you started it with "What's up, fuckers." <laughs> uh, if you're not swearing, we're actually gonna stop and, I'm gonna and leave. make you swear. <laughs> uh, no, uh, but yeah, uh, there are DJs though that like don't produce and just DJ because they like to spin records and stuff. So, but, are you self-taught? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I took piano lessons after I started making music just because I was like curious. Your music's great. <laughs> Thank you, man. It's Thank really you. good. Thank you, dude. Dude, I would compare if you haven't listened to uh to Sam, I would compare him to Odessa. Well, is that a good comparison? Yeah, of course. They're Ode- legends. Yeah, yeah, Odessa and I mean like a mix of Odessa and like Lewis the Child. For sure. That's probably a good probably a good crossover. Yeah, and like that that's why I started listening to your music is is cuz I I love both those groups and I heard yours. I was like, "Oh shit, this is really good." Hey. How'd you find it? Um Yeah, that is a good question. I don't fucking know. Dude. Ilya texted me yesterday and said, "Yo, you want to have this guy on the podcast?" Yesterday. Yeah. yeah. You no, DM'd no. me like I f- no, 6 no, months I found ago him or something. A while ago. I found <laughs> him like through okay. Spotify playlists. No, I think it might have been through like maybe a TikTok. I heard a song on a TikTok or like I heard I heard one of your songs and then that like took me into a spiral and like I started listening to all your music. Fire. Yeah, there was one going on TikTok for a while on like some like weird like trend. It was some like, you know, the movie Nerve. Mm-mm. It was like some like I don't even understand what it is because I've never even seen the movie, but there was they just used the audio for some like really weird TikTok trend. I never got it. But like, I mean, the song like blew up because yeah. of it. So not complaining. But yeah, I mean. That was definitely definitely interesting. Are you on a label? <laughs> uh, I've been on labels, so I was on Odessa's record label. Whoa, for oh. a while. Okay, wow. Yeah. So and yeah, a good comparison, I guess. Yeah, it right? is a good comparison. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're. I mean, they're homies. They're super, obviously, incredibly talented, and uh, 
they helped me a lot like early on like you know getting started and everything mm-hmm. how old are you uh, i just turned 21 holy shit <laughs> have you done tours yeah yeah i've been touring since i was 16 so i did a tour with odessa i did a tour with like troy boy I just... bro you have the coolest <laughs> life already i can tell bro. <laughs> like like think about it being a musician especially a, a young musician and especially someone that's like good Right, and that people like. Yeah, the fact that you're good is really what makes you like different. <laughs> like honestly, because your music's really fun to listen to. Oh, thank, I appreciate it. That's right, like, that's and you're different. You know, you're not you're not like a lot of other musicians. Yeah, you know? I mean, I like. I would rather make music that like is really different and not everybody likes it than like make music that is just like totally super yeah, and easy. like make your own like yeah. make it your own exactly like, make your own trend. I guess it is. Poor way to put it, but absolutely no, 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 <laughs> for sure. What, um, who, who's your inspiration? Like, who did you, who did you look up to and be like, I want to kind of be similar to them? No, when I first started, I was like really into uh, like Skrillex and yeah. uh, Martin Garrix, which are two completely different sounds of music, but just like seeing what they did, and I was like 14 and just like thought it was really dope. Yeah. And uh, then mm-hmm. once I got into that, I got into like the more melodic stuff, and that was like right when. Like people like Louis the Child and Flume and Odessa and all that stuff was happening on like SoundCloud, and I was just inspired by that, and that, that just kind of turned into its own thing. And uh, they call it future bass now. It's not really future bass anymore, but uh, that's that's definitely what initially got me. You into know who it. you'd be really good with, who who you could create a song with. I think would be really good is Two Feet. You know Two Feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, he's fucking incredible. He's crazy. He's got some really dope dope tracks. Do you know? Uh, Sebastian Paul too. Wait, yeah, that sounds again so familiar. Who is that? Sebastian Paul is uh actually managed by the same guy that manages Two Feet, who's my friend Joey. Okay. And Sebastian Paul is like I mean insane. Like huh. his music is I mean his voice is crazy, his production is insane. What's the craziest thing that ever happened to you at a live show? Uh that's a good question. I mean, there's been times where everything just has shut off. Oh, wow, mid set. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. I played uh, Brooklyn, Too much heat. Brooklyn Mirage. Or no, 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 it wasn't Brooklyn Mirage. It was Brooklyn Steel. I've never played Brooklyn Mirage. Uh, but Brooklyn Steel, my computer literally just in the middle of the show turned off. You just your computer or everything? Or just your computer? Just my computer. Oh, my God. Did you panic? Yeah. I mean, my computer <laughs> controls the whole audio. Right, but right. like, I still had a microphone from like the front of house. Uh-huh. So I just got on the microphone, was turning my computer back on, and just had like the whole crowd just do the Seven Nation Army chant. Is that what it's called? Oh, 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 yeah. 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 And just did that for like 60 seconds. (laughs) Until your computer turned on? Computer turned back on. I mean, I like, I don't know where it came from. It just shot into my brain and it like saved the Did they know at the time that your computer was shut off or were you pretending like everything's okay? No, no, I told them. I was like, my computer just shut off. Oh, okay, okay. Wow. Yeah, that's probably... The most stressful. I'm like getting stressed just thinking about it right oh now. Yeah, that, that's probably the worst thing. Do you have PTSD from it, thinking that it'll happen again? Um, thankfully, I don't think about it. I'm sure it'll probably happen again. But it's like I'm kind of glad it happened because I just don't really care. Like everybody's cool. It's like not my fault. Like, I didn't do anything wrong. You know, it's just like right, right, right. It is what it is. If it happens again, what's the biggest crowd that you played in front of? So I, I did Red Rocks with Odessa, mm-hmm. and uh, it was like probably three fourths full when I played. I obviously was like way before them because mm-hmm. it's like big show for them. Uh, but I also played like before Steve Aoki 
at uh, this this festival called Summerfest, of course, and that yeah. was like fourteen thousand people. Oh my god! And it was like I was uh, like dude, in tenth grade. Dude. <laughs> I was you were like, in tenth grade. Yeah, I was like that's fucking insane. <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. There's a photo of me. I was on a like a card table and my computer and like literally just me like super awkward but it was it's like fucking awesome like it was so much fun do you understand but, how many people fourteen thousand people is in front of you it's I, nuts it's I was, nuts i was definitely shitting my pants before for sure like what did it, it was, what did everyone in high school think it was honestly super kind of casual with everyone it was like <laughs> at first when i like wasn't seeing any success everybody was obviously like you know making fun of me and shit you know, yeah it's just like you're how just it the goes. dj kid it's just like the dumb like dj kid you know and uh my music was definitely trash so rightfully so but uh i definitely just like didn't let that discourage me but then after like success started to happen i started to like get off school and take time off of school to go do music um people were pretty cool about it as far as like my friends and stuff some of the teachers kind of gave me shit like I played uh, Coachella when I was in 11th grade. Dude, that's <laughs> nuts. The teacher, it was the day before I left, and I was working on my set in class. Huh. And the teacher was like, uh, what are you doing on your computer? And I was like, I'm working on something really important. She was like, there's no way it's more important than what we're working on right now. And we, it was like it was like history class. And I was like, I'm sorry. like I'm really not trying to be like Bro. rude, but like I really got to work on this because I have to play literally tomorrow. I mean, so. that is the definition of chasing your dream. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, that's crazy. How long did it take you to learn your craft to a point where you're like stepping in and you're not really fucking around with it anymore? You're stepping in and you're going like, okay, I know what I'm going to do. It was like the moment when it's like, okay, I want to do something and I don't have to go like look on YouTube to do right. it. Like I just know how to do it. And that was probably like, honestly, after I was already getting success, like really, I got kind of like, yeah, I had this song that was blowing up that I did with my friend and uh, it was probably the song that you heard on TikTok. That's the one that blew up on TikTok. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I was like still like learning and figure out what it, figuring out like how to do what I was doing. Uh, obviously like knew somewhat what I'm doing, but uh, at the time. But uh, yeah, probably like, I don't know, four years ago, maybe I really started to feel like I could do exactly what was going on in my brain. And then I always like to, to say that, I, you know, I, I'm always like treating everything like I have no idea what I'm doing. Like I'm so open to learning whatever. Right. And that's a good mindset. I like I want to learn something new every day about music, about, you know, everything. So that's kind of I kind of I'm always on the lookout for like some new thing to try with music and just push the boundaries further, you know. Do you make more money from festivals or from headlining shows? Um, Wait, what do you mean from he headlining shows or festivals? What is that? What's the difference? So, like, when a festival when a festival has like thirty artists on the lineup, do they pay just as much or like? It depends. Less? It depends. So, if you're doing like a headline show where your name is on the bill and people are coming out to see you, yeah. If you're doing a headline you. show and yeah, headline show is like it's my show. The only Got people it. that are coming are like coming to see, see me or like an opener or whatever. But. Okay. Uh, those typically so the problem is you you would get more money from it but you gotta like put on the production you gotta pay for the lights or and some people are like fuck it i'll just put a dj table and just collect my check but like people like that i you know are, am inspired by like the odessa guys they have like an unbelievable show and they have crazy a, a six person drum line and like trombone players and like an led wall and all this stuff so that obviously eats into the the profits so i think in the grand scheme of things, 
the average like electronic artist probably gets paid more from festivals i'd say because there's not as much build out yeah but i guess it really depends like it's kind of it's kind of there's too many uh uh variables to have like a straight answer but i mean you 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 can make money in, in both for sure Lightweights is also sponsored by Vodacast. Guys, listen on Vodacast for bonus content of the Lightweights podcast. Vodacast is a brand new podcast app, and what sets it apart is they provide deeper digital stories that you can check out while listening. So listen to your favorite podcast, <clears throat> Lightweights podcast, while immersing yourself in some bonus content from each episode. Thank you, Vodacast, for sponsoring this episode. And now a word from our sponsor, MyBookie. The NFL is back in action, and so is the winning season at MyBookie. With over $500,000 in contest prize money, winning season makes the big games better and the victories even sweeter. Head to mybookie.ag and choose from the variety of boosts, contests, and promotions up for grabs highlighted by the crown jewel of winning season, the famed MyBookie Super Contest. It only costs $10 to enter. Pick five games against the spread each week. Each win earns you a point, and each point gets you closer to the grand prize. If you missed out on week one, don't even sweat it because entries are still open and all it takes is one solid week to get you back in the mix. Don't just take my word for it. Join now and start your winning season with MyBookie today. In order for you to get started, make your first deposit at mybookie.ag and use the promo code LIGHTWEIGHTS. Again, that's LIGHTWEIGHTS to instantly receive double your deposit. That's double your money to double your winnings with your first ever deposit using promo code LIGHTWEIGHTS. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Your dream was to be a DJ, no? Yeah, dude, you're telling me I'm like living through you. It's dude, crazy. It's not too late, man. You get me fired up. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting fired up. I'm not even joking. Like, oh my god, you should be a DJ next, dude. Let's get, let's get <laughs> next. My, my next thing in line. No, I let's um, get a side project going, dude. Yeah, no. I, what I love. What <laughs> he I, takes you up on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I'd love to do, like uh, creatively speaking, um, Joe and I want to start doing. Um, oh yeah. Oh oh yeah. You'll yeah. pitch it. Pitch it. <laughs> Joe, so you know the lonely lonely island. I don't think so. Andy Samberg. Um, I'm trying to think of a song. <laughs> I'm on Justin a boat Timberlake. and okay. we're going fast and that. I know I'm on a boat. Okay, what about Mother Lover? Mother Lover? No. I'm a mother lover. I'm sorry, lover. I'm uneducated. You're, yeah, you're just too old. <laughs> Fuck, What about... Um, uh, it's like, like joke songs. Dick in a joke Box. Songs. I know Dick in a Box. Okay, so like that. Like, yeah. So currently, The Lonely Island kind of stopped making music we want to do that we want to do that oh, and we I want you it. to make the songs i love it honestly yeah we'll I'm take down. your scrap songs let's do it i got a ton i make like 10 songs a day <gasps> let's do it damn that'd be sick yeah <laughs> no low-key that'd be sick and Dude, like i'm not kidding it'd be uh, dope music it'd be like awesome. dope music videos yeah that'd be I'm really a dope music video yes you gotta top that yes that i mean that's hard. that's the goal that shit's hard that's the goal. You need a big budget. Elliot has the voice of an angel too, so he'll sing really well. No, I'm I'm terrible at singing. Let's Actually, get in the studio, to... dude. Let's get in the studio. <laughs> oh, that'd, be, that'd be fun as shit. <laughs> when at like seven? If we were, we're if right, we're right, right now, now? <laughs> yeah, <I'd> stop it. <laughs> no, but that'd be dope if we were like Sam. Yo, we want to make this type of beat. I mean, you can make any beat, right? Essentially, yeah. like if I was like, I want a trumpet beat, or I want this type of beat. Like I can make be... whatever. You send me like a, a reference. That's sound. sick, bro. You live in New York. <laughs> yeah, I live in Brooklyn. I like Williamsburg. Yeah, yeah, Williamsburg. I used to live in Williamsburg. Like, that was my first apartment. I was in Williamsburg, and my second apartment was also in Williamsburg. And then I just moved out of there like three months ago. But yeah, Williamsburg's super dope. If you could produce with anybody, who would it be? And have them on your vocals. Uh, you produce the beat, they sing on your vocals. Oh, that's you a get good two question. people, two people, male um, and female. Hmm, that's actually. I think you made it harder, actually. Probably, and one like, of them has to be Ilya. <laughs> probably Kanye West. Okay. Like, I know Kanye West, everybody's talking about Kanye West right now, but like, 
I've always loved Kanye West like forever. So probably Kanye West. And then I was going to say like Travis Scott would be super sick, but I feel like Kanye West kind of has me covered in that, that area. This episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning platform available on desktop or as an app and that it truly immersifies you in the language that you want to learn. Maybe you have an upcoming international trip or you want to connect with a family or a friend. I know a lot of people who want to learn a new language just to pick up a new hobby. I can personally attest to this as I used Rosetta Stone when I went to Italy for my honeymoon. It helped me brush up on the Italian that I learned back in school and I was able to get through the land and speak the native language. It made it so much more fun, plus my wife loved it. They're the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. There's no English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in the language. Plus, there's lifetime membership and access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off a steal. Don't put off that language learning. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Lightweight's podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language learning courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. It's the Joe Guarantee. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking we could pull one of the best autographs in the game. But guess what? With zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com. The only repack that provides real value, a complete view of all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now, when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. What I love is the display of the available cards, the hit rates, and the grading. Arena is a marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, displaying. And with Arena Club Slab Packs, they're revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your pulls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling. You can have them officially graded by Arena Club. The Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent, with a full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. So whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have to check out. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash lightweights. Wow, that's a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's $40 right there. Anyways, go to arenaclub.com slash lightweights for 10% off your first purchase. I'll be someone like like Ezra from uh, Vampire Weekend. Do you make music videos or is that a thing of the past? No, it's definitely a thing that people do. It's it's funny. I'm I'm trying to As we're about to start doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> it's not a thing of the past. No, I think it's a thing of the future. Like people there was like an awkward like people weren't doing music videos as much or at least people didn't really care like when people were doing them, but I think like music videos really add value to the songs. I totally agree. Yeah. So it's like I'm they're just expensive. So I'm about to get into like I got a bunch of songs like I'm working on an album. Uh, Are they self funded now for you? Yeah, I've I right now everything's self funded. Um, and I mean I might end up going with a label. We've been like talking to a couple people figuring it out, but Dimock? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, but no, it's 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 really dope. Like I my next couple songs, I want to really dial in and get like really cool music videos and really pay attention to that kind of stuff because it's it's a whole other art form for sure you ever tried pizza aoki 
No. Oh, what? Steve Aoki's Pizza Company? No, I've never had it. It's really good. Where did that come from? Where is, where is it? <laughs> I have this whole EDM life you don't know about. Where can you Where can you get it? <laughs> is that all All the EDM artists like love Steve, Steve Pizza Aoki? Pizza Aoki? Yeah. It's on uh, Ventura, five minutes away. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you can order it. Maybe I locations. need to try it. Is it, better, is it better than this pizza? Maybe. <laughs> I didn't, yeah, yeah. I'm the, we never tried it. How many people are in your road crew? My road crew is not very big. It's it depends on what I'm doing. It's usually just me and my tour manager. Oh wow! Yeah. Do you have I, a bus? No, or a van? I I don't have a bus for my shows. Yeah, typically it's like you know I, we just have uh, fly dates, so we just fly right into the city and then fly out the next day, and I'll just have like a big Pelican case with my stuff in it. But lately I've been DJing, um, but I I also do like a live show where it's like me playing the drums and me well, like electronic drums and like a vocal chops on like this thing called a launch pad stuff like that and that involves a little more gear you got to bring like a whole case and stuff like that but i've been djing the last couple shows and you just need a usb stick it's it's nice <laughs> yeah because you have the the cdjs right you just plug them right in and yeah you like, just plug it in it's you don't even need a laptop don't need a laptop it's yeah. it's honestly like fucking wild and it's i used to kind of hate on it and be like, that's not really that hard. And it still isn't really that hard, but yeah. it's a whole different art form. It's like you can do it and make it easy, but if you really are passionate about it and you're like actually DJing, it's a total different skill that's just like you can't understand on the surface level. Like you got to get into it right. and like really – it's it's definitely I'm sorry. I'm like salivating. Dude, watching <laughs> it look into your eyes as you talk about this is so funny. Yo, it's cool though, man. No, there's gears in his brain going like, I think I could do it. I think I can do it. <laughs> it's your time. It's never too late, man. No, dude, real. I know. I would, I'm Honestly, a personal trainer, a skateboarder. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I'm going to leave it to the professionals. I'm going no, to you. I'm gonna leave it to you it's, to get It's not too late, man. I'm going to live through you. Let, <laughs> let me know when you have shows. I'll come to those. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I was going to say, it's, it's cool because we have Sam here now, but like, I feel like, an, I mean, you don't know when this happens. You can have one hit song tomorrow and Sam could fucking blow up. Yeah, would you, you know? remember us? Hell yeah, dude. I'll uh, be here. We'll be working on the songs, man. That's of right. Course. He's not going anywhere, bro. As soon as you blow up, Elliot's going to text you. <laughs> as soon as, yeah, right after. No, I'm down. We'll be working on those songs. Isn't Matter. that cool, though? How, like, you can, like, meet somebody who's, like, you know is going to be really fucking good. Yeah. Like, you can just feel it. It's so weird. Like, I've I've had that with a lot of artists. Truthfully, I have. Where I've, I've seen them, I've seen them become... A huge, like Logic, yeah. I, I I started listening to Logic in 2009. No way, bro. That's and like that's he probably has his first mixtape out then, like very first songs that he released. That's and I've wild. been listening to him to date. And at the time, I was like, this motherfucker <laughs> is gonna be huge. How'd you find him? Um, we were actually talking about this. Uh, through this song is sick. Dot com. They were posting about Logic. Yeah, I thought they just and, did electronic music and oh, Camelback music. No, they do everything. Oh, okay, and Camelback music. So, oh, wow. yeah, dude, and yeah, they posted a lot about Logic. That's actually. early. Super My claim early. to fame with finding artists early is Billie Eilish. Oh wow, yeah. that's and a good one. Everybody's good always one. like saying some shit about like they were like an OG fan. <laughs> mm-hmm. I swear to God, I was on SoundCloud in like 2015 or whatever year it was. And I found her SoundCloud profile. She had like one song. She had this song called Six Feet Under. Mm-hmm. And it had just come out. It had like, it was doing well because it's. An, I know Six Feet Under. Yeah, it's a yeah, beautiful yeah, yeah. song. It's amazing. Yeah. So it was obviously already doing well. But I just remember clicking on her Instagram profile from SoundCloud mm-hmm. and she had 14,000 followers. Wow. And that was, that's like, wow, now she has like 100 million or some shit that's like that. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Like the growth, the explosion. Like it's, it's crazy. Like it was, yeah. I mean, like I was 
right, you know, a big fan right from the start. And she had that natural talent. She was like 14 at the time or some yeah. shit. And, uh, yeah, she's just like insane. It was just crazy. It was like, I was showing my friends this remix and literally like she put out like bellyache and then that whole, I think, I, I think the EP is called like, don't smile at me or something. Mm-hmm. And then it was like game over. She had, she was just on every chart just everybody knew who she was just instantly it was crazy your spotify is pretty massive (laughs) thanks it's 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 working it's a work in progress (laughs) when you're creating a new song is it hard for you like do you compare those songs to whatever you're working on now um oh like newer songs to older songs yeah are you like oh will this be able to like is this as good as this one that did really well like um that's a a good question yeah it's it's like i i definitely am always trying to like one up myself and like kind of just take it a step in a different direction and not make anything that sounds the same but it's definitely like you definitely want to embrace like what's working but not oh like overdo it there's a lot of people that are like oh this recipe's working and they just beat it until it's like nobody cares anymore so i'm always like looking for what the next thing is and sometimes it's not it sometimes it is it you know and I'm i'm here for you know all the losses and all the wins you know like i'm just always trying to make shit that just doesn't sound like anything else and i'm down to like dude that's my favorite fucking mentality i swear to god (laughs) like i'm I'm always like that with joe it's like i just want to make like whether it comes to podcasting or like our music i'm i'm not like so much of a creator as you are or even joe by any means but whether it's in business or on the creative side i think it's so much cooler to create something that no one else has you know yeah and experiment with it yeah and if people so latch on cooler. it's so much cooler than like creating something that's already out there in my opinion yeah you know? can i just fire off questions yeah, dude yeah <laughs> how many live shows have you done oh i don't know probably like a hundred something not like a crazy amount but yeah probably probably almost like 200 100 200 yeah something like that who's your favorite person you open for oh man that's a hard question i don't know i probably have to say odessa just because they're just like the goats and they're just you know, super nice, but I I love everybody I've opened for. <laughs> Don't come for me. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the coolest featured artist that you've had on a song? Uh, Duckworth probably. Duckworth's just like really dope. He's his music. I I love his person, like his you know personal discography. He's just like got the most swag. He's just fucking so dope. <laughs> That's actually another question that I had. I'm always wondering when uh, an EDM artist. When an EDM artist is featured on another EDM artist's song, not vocals, right? But like, let's say Skrillex and uh, I don't know, Adventure Club did something. Yeah. Right. How does that work? Are they uh, who's featuring who? How does that work? And who has say on the song? Like, you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's it's you're not you're not you're not uh, he's in, Adventure Club isn't a vocalist. Skrillex isn't a vocalist. So how does that work? Like, it's usually just like listed as like a collaboration, like. Like you know, you're you're sharing like ideas and or like Diplo when they were doing all like the Jack U stuff, uh, or like, Oswald, whatever the fuck it was called, right? I forgot. Jack what it was. U? No, not Jack U. It was um, well, it was Skrillex's thing. It was like O S L. Oh, Alzla, yeah, Alzla, yeah, 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 yeah. But there's like uh, yeah, it's if if two EDM artists or producers, no one's singing. It's usually just like Pluko and this person or whatever, and it's just like both people worked on the song, or you know, sometimes people work on the song and don't want to be on it, and they just want to be credited, you know, like. Someone like Mike Dean worked on all of Donda and he's not credited to like, he's on like the, if you look at like the credits, not like the public credits, but like the, like the songwriting credits he's on there. So, but how does that work? Like if you, if you're the creative mastermind behind your song that you want to put out, 
how does another artist come in and like dictate what they like or don't like or like what's you know what I mean? Yeah, it's usually just like I mean, usually they just kind of go into it. Like every collaboration I've done is just like let's just do this together, you know. Do you guys split it like on the songwriting credit? 50/50? Yeah, it's usually fifty fifty unless someone just adds a little thing, but then usually it's not a collaboration. It's like just production credit or something like that. But right. yeah, it's usually just like yo, let's make something dope together and have it be you know this person and this person as a collab. Do you have beef with any DJs? No, I don't have any beef. No, I like to call be... anyone out right now. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna call <laughs> anyone out. <laughs> Marshmallow? Marshmallow. Who should I? I'm gonna call out Marshmallow right now. <laughs> <laughs> Who's no. your favorite person you ever had a conversation with, like in the music industry? Uh, favorite person, like favorite conversation that I've had, or just favorite person that I've met? Favorite person that you were just like, I can't believe this is happening right now. Uh, I met Tyler the Creator one time Ooh. after his show at Lollapalooza. And it was a very brief conversation, but it was just really dope. I've just always loved Tyler Creator, and it was just like super quick. Just like he had no idea who I was. He definitely doesn't remember at all. He said hey to a million people, but it was just cool. Like he was just super down to earth, just literally just got off the stage and was like just sitting there by himself. Like he didn't even have anybody around him. I was just like went up to him, told him I liked his music. You know, it was just like he was super, you know, wanted to talk and wasn't, you know, he was just super cool about it. But I don't know, favorite conversations I've had, I, I mean, Honestly, the Odessa guys, like, they're the most down-to-earth people ever. I was on tour with them when I was, like, super young, and they were, like, always offering, like, great advice and always looking out for me, and, uh, Hell yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're the best, for sure. I took Elliot in when he first wanted to start doing well, YouTube. When I was a little baby, I came from Belarus. Oh, yeah? <laughs> and I kind of showed him the ropes of how to do it. Showed him how to, how to do it? Mm-hmm. I feel like I need to have questions for you guys now. When did you guys uh, get into fall YouTube? In love? Yeah. When did you guys fall <laughs> in love? When did you know he was the one? Uh, the second that he just walked into David's house. Well, it's funny. He actually didn't want to do a podcast. I also didn't want to be his friend. <laughs> yeah, originally. But still, then, still I, want, I want him over. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Oh man, uh, you know, but I I, I convinced him, and uh, I think we both like it a lot. You know, yeah, we've been doing it for nine months now, so it's fucking, it's really dope. And yeah. We're gonna start doing video soon. Oh, sick. along with like the music videos, like, and I think music videos will open up a lot of different avenues too. So that's tight, though. No, yeah. I think I think pod, like, I mean, you guys seem super natural, and like this is just super easy, super welcoming. It's re- it's really easy when you have a really good guest, but when you have a, <laughs> no, seriously, like when you have a, a guest that's kind of like, um. Like a, a turtle, like in its shell. Jason, yeah. Jason Nash. Yeah. yeah, when he's really fucking tired. Yeah, he didn't <laughs> want to talk. <laughs> um, no, but like when you have someone that wants to talk, yeah, it's so much easier because you don't have to drag shit out of them. You know what I mean? It's like for sure. And yeah. the explanations are there versus like asking for an explanation. Yeah, like you, you pull your like, teeth out. Yes, yeah, so you did a great fucking job at it. Like seriously. Thank you. So like, I like to talk. <laughs> no, yeah. It's, that's again. That's why I guess like you were good. Hell yeah, um, dude! All right, guys, thank you for listening. Again, we've had Sam here. This has been a fucking dope conversation. Hell yeah! Um, thank you guys for coming for on, bro. Me. Yeah, I yeah, it. for it sure. Was fire. <laughs> let me uh, let me know uh, when you're back in LA, and I'll let you know when uh, Joe and I start our, our musical career. Oh yeah, we'll be we'll be working for sure. We'll be in the lab cooking up some new stuff. <laughs> Joe's gonna hit me up next week, and he's gonna be like, "Yo, you want to do the podcast?" I'm gonna be like, "I can't. I'm in New York. I'm in New York. I'm in the <laughs> studio. I'm sleeping on Sam's couch. We're cooking up. <laughs> Sam really wanted my Vox." <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you later. Later. (laughs) Lightweights. Out. Lightweights.